Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Appreciate all of you. How about go give us five stars so Danny G can pick you out, either on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, we're going to have to expand the universe of where Danny G's looking at five-star reviews because I just found out Spotify has more people listening on it than iTunes does. Do you know that? I don't have any idea. Uh, but wherever you're listening, I appreciate all of you uh, grabbing this show on the podcast. We have got a loaded program for you. Albert Breer in uh, the second segment, SI NFL writer. We're breaking down the NFL draft. Todd Furman, my Fox Bet Live co-host in the third hour. All of that headed your direction Plus, Trevor Bauer versus Fernando Tatis Jr. How about the college football playoff committee basically announcing that they are considering expanding the college football playoff? All of that headed your direction. It's a great Monday edition of the podcast, and it begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, Monday edition of OutKick. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends, uh, and I hope you're having a fantastic start to your week, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I was up in Knoxville uh, for the orange and white game. Spring football starting to feel like a somewhat normal world wherever you may be. Uh, Met a lot of great OutKick fans all over Knoxville. Appreciate everybody who came up and uh, hung out with us. Letting you know, of course, we are now into NFL Draft Week. We've been talking about it for months. 
Finally, the first round of the NFL draft is going to be happening on Thursday. And we are doing an OutKick event in my hometown of Nashville. I'll give you some of the details uh, for those of you who may be uh, around or able to drive in and hang out and want to have kind of a celebration of the NFL draft. Bars are back open uh, in the city of Nashville. Normal hours. You can stay out till 2 a.m. now. Uh, I know that's not the case for everywhere, but you'll be able to come watch the draft and then have a uh, really good time kind of hanging out. And so... We are, as we have been for a long time, absolutely fascinated, focused, locked in on the NFL draft. And what I'm going to do, I haven't even told Dub this, but I think what I'm going to do every day this week is I'm going to give you my top 10 and I'm going to adjust it. I look at a lot of mock drafts. I look at a ton. I I love reading the rumors. I love all the innuendo, all of the uh, scuttlebutt all of the uh, negging that goes on where people say, oh, you know, that guy's not really that good. The false posturing, the dishonesty, the subterfuge, the game theory, all of it is rolled into the NFL draft and what I think is a remarkably fun event to cover and watch and get to experience as a fan. So every day, my plan is to give you my updated OutKick Top 10 for the NFL draft. And then for those of you who are longtime OutKick listeners, On Thursday, in the final hour of the show, we will open up phone lines, and I'm going to run through as fast as we can. We want to get your first-round picks. We've been doing this for, I think it's like the fifth or sixth annual that we've been doing this, and uh, I think that this will be a lot of fun. Always love to see how we are able to get our our overall uh, picks out there. So, Dub, you were just going to suggest you think I should do close out the show every day. Well, I can't really close out the show on Thursday. Well, that'll be the Outkick Cruise final top ten. Right, but I think you know you, you think today, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday. I think that's a good way to wrap final up final segment of the show. Yeah, top ten. Then we can see each day easily. You know how how things may uh, may change here and there. Yeah. So uh, that's what we'll do. So every show on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will close in the third hour of the program. For those of you out there listening live on 300 plus AM FM stations and all 50 states, satellite radio, appreciate you. If you want to make sure that you see the top 10, we will put it up in the third hour podcast every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'm going to lean on a lot of you guys and see Danny G keeps track and I need to figure out from him, give him an opportunity, Danny G., uh, you can go do the research on this. What is the best draft that we've ever done? Because he's got the tallies. And uh, and I will figure out like what the best performance we've ever had is. And for those of you who haven't experienced it before, we just go straight to the phones. So we load up the phones and we go 1 to 32 and you have to be ready to draft for the team. And there's a lot of pressure on you because you're not only representing whatever team you're drafting for, you are also representing the OutKick universe, and I have veto power. Because, Dub, you've been for a couple of these drafts now. Sometimes, like, we get, like, crazy selections. And I'm just like, no, there's no way that's going to happen, right? And so I just veto it. I'll give you an example. If you're a big Florida Gator fan, and uh, you're drafting 10th overall for the Dallas Cowboys, and you say, oh, I'm going to take Kyle Trask, I would say, no, we can't actually allow that pick to happen because it's such an outlandish decision given the fact that the Cowboys just gave Dak all that money there and that Kyle Trask is not projected anywhere near the top 10, even Jerry Jones, who sometimes can sound a little bit crazy, 
I love Jerry Jones, by the way. Even he's not going to be willing to take that risk. So that's where I think uh, we have to be a little bit careful. So I have veto power if the pick is utterly ridiculous. But in general, uh, we have a lot of fun with that. So I'm already telling you what we're going to be doing throughout the entire week. We got a lot of NFL draft. And in second hour of the program, he's one of the best guys, I think, in the NFL at covering the sport. Uh, Albert Breer is going to be with us talking about uh, all the major picks that uh, are out there to be made. To me, the story of the week remains the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons. The 3-4 situation there. Because if Mac Jones goes third overall, which is what is projected right now in all the gambling markets, if Mac Jones is third, then the crucible moment of the draft may well be what the Falcons do it for. Are they going to stick there? And if they are, I believe it's almost 100% certainty that they'll draft Kyle Pitts. Or is there a big market out there for Justin Fields or Trey Lance for the quarterbacks that are still available such that somebody is going to come sprinting up the board and offer a king's ransom to the Atlanta Falcons to be able to get that number four pick and presumably go take Justin Fields? Because I don't think Atlanta based on the movements that they have made, I think Arthur Smith believes there's still several good years left with Matt Ryan at quarterback. And so I think Arthur Smith, who offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans that used to coach tight ends and has used them well in his offense for years and years, I think he sees Kyle Pitts and says, this guy is a freak and nobody's going to be able to cover him in the NFL. Too big for safeties, too fast for linebackers. I don't think anybody can cover him. And so I think there's going to be a great deal of difficulty with him. And I think Arthur Smith will be able to exploit matchups there in a big way. And then that fifth spot with the Bengals. Because you've got Joe Burrow coming back off of a pretty significant ACL injury. Last year, they could not block for Joe Burrow at all. The Bengals with Joe Burrow, Burrow took the third most sacks in 10 games of any quarterback in the last 13 years. And he was only one or two away from the all-time record. So are you going to go Panay Sewell and plug him in and say we're going to protect our quarterback? Or do you feel like Jamar Chase, given his relationship already with Joe Burrow, that that tandem is such an incredibly uh, potent duo that you're going to say, you know what, screw it. Maybe safer to go offensive tackle, but we are going to roll the dice and go get who we think is the best wide receiver in this draft, a guy who has had a phenomenal relationship with our quarterback already, and we're going to let those guys ride into the future. That, to me, is one of the big pivot points. And then, you, you can kind of tell how excited about I am about all these different uh, different angles. The Dolphins. The Dolphins have made an interesting move. They traded back to 12. Then they traded back up to six. Uh, They gave away their third pick. And what are they really going to do at six? Are they going to go get one of these Alabama receivers, a Jalen Waddell or a a Devontae Smith, to pair with Tua, who used to throw to them? Or do they think going second wide receiver, obviously if Jamar Chase is there, I think they go grab him. But what exactly are the Dolphins looking to do here as they continue to build in Brian Flores' 
new regime? Did they trade back? And then you've got a series. I'm kind of focused on the top nine because I think there's so many different directions the top nine can go. What in the world are the Lions doing? They've got Jared Goff. They've got DeAndre Swift, who I really like at running back if they can keep him healthy, but they let Kenny Galladay go. Do they go wide receiver? Do they trade back? Is there somebody interested there for them? I know they've got a lot of money invested in Jared Goff. Could they decide to go grab a quarterback if Justin Fields, Trey Lance are sitting there? And then what does Carolina do? And what do the Broncos do? Those, to me, the, the, that, that stretch of 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, there are a lot of different directions we can go there. And I think it's possible all nine of these first picks are offense because I think the Cowboys are going to go uh, with Patrick Sertain at 10. But what do the Carolina Panthers do? Matt Rule used to coach college football at Baylor, wildly successful. Is it possible that Matt Rule is going to coach in the NFL kind of like college coaches do? And I've been making this argument for a long time. You ever notice how in college they sign up? If you're a really stud program, you basically sign a five-star quarterback every year because it's so hard to project from high school to college which of those five-star quarterbacks is going to be really good, four-star quarterback, whatever it might be. You ever notice how that happens? Or are we looking there and saying the Carolina Panthers are done because Sam Darnold is their guy? Or could you have a situation where you've got Justin Fields, where you've got uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who's not obviously going to be very happy, and Sam Darnold, three different guys all on the same team that were all first-round quarterbacks. I think that's an incredibly interesting story to follow. And then, how aggressive are the Broncos going to be? We don't talk about the Broncos' failures at the quarterback position, in my opinion, enough. They've drafted five guys in the first or second round at quarterback since John Elway retired. Peyton Manning papers over a lot of the failures at the quarterback position for the Denver Broncos. But without Peyton Manning coming here for four years and playing in Denver, the Broncos replacing Elway would look eerily similar to the Miami Dolphins trying to replace Dan Marino. So what are the Broncos going to do at nine, and how does having a coach like Vic Fangio, who isn't necessarily on the firmest of footing, how does that play out, and how do they think about Drew Locke, who was an early second-round pick for them, Are they really ready to turn the page on Drew Locke again already and admit that yet again, one of their top picks has not panned out? I think all of those stories in that top nine, we know what's going to happen with the first two, but three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, every one of them is a fascinating story and how exactly that all shakes out. And I do think there's a decent chance all nine of those players could be potentially offensive players. I can't wait to see on Thursday. All right, when we come back, college football playoff talk. The college football playoff committee dropped a really interesting revealing nugget on Friday afternoon, right as everybody was rolling into the weekend, about how they were exploring the idea of expanding the playoff in a major way. What would that look like and how many of you out there want the college football playoff to expand? I asked this question on Sunday evening and tens of thousands of you voted for what you would prefer the college football playoff to look like. I will talk about that in a moment when we come back. Also, 
I love this Dodgers and uh, Padres rivalry that we've got going on. And I can't wait to tell you how I see it connecting with Little League. I've got a good Little League story that also will tie in with Fernando Tatis Jr. as well as Trevor Bauer. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Drama builds in the NFL draft universe. It appears that Mac Jones is now number three overall. Going to dive into some college football here in a moment. But, Dub, we were just talking about off air. I convinced you that I, I mean, I'm pretty sold on Kyle Pitts going number four overall to the Falcons. And I told you to look if you wanted to make a draft bet. I'd already made it that the under on Kyle Pitts, I thought, had good value. You took my advice and the number has moved in a big way in your direction. That's right. I'm, I'm glad I took your advice. Now, we'll see Thursday uh, night, obviously, if it if it was really, really good advice. But I took uh, Kyle Pitts to be a top five pick. I got it at minus 120 and I checked last night at the odds and it's all the way up to minus 200 so that selection that idea is kind of gaining some steam and it makes a lot of sense because I mean we've been breaking it down for a couple weeks now but the fact that the I mean no one can convince me that the Falcons are taking a quarterback I'm sorry there's no way I will ever believe that especially when you look at Matt Ryan's contract number one number two I mean he's still got some gas in the tank I think and with the new head coach coming over from the Titans You've mentioned it before, and we've all seen it, the success he has at the tight end position. It just makes too much sense for the Atlanta Falcons not to take Kyle Pitts there at number four. Yeah, and there was some talk, uh, Ian Rappaport coming out and saying basically that he thought Mac Jones was uh, it was down to Mac Jones and Trevor Lance, not even uh, Justin Fields now, that the 49ers were looking at those two guys as potentially who they were going to take at three. And Mac Jones has just kind of got a lot of steam behind him. So it seems like he's going to be the third pick, uh, according to FanDuel. And by the way, you can go get your bets in FanDuel.com slash Clay. Really cool news. Uh, If you live in Florida, New York, Arizona, Wyoming, North Dakota, Maryland, and Louisiana, I think all seven of those states are very likely to have online sports gambling soon. So you can go sign up and be ready the minute that your state goes live at FanDuel.com slash Clay. And also, if you live in Tennessee, uh, Michigan, Virginia, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, or Pennsylvania, it's already legal. And you can go gamble and make bets on draft picks in the NFL draft and get up to $1,000 no risk on your first wager at FanDuel.com slash Clay. And even if you're not a huge gambler, you can put five or six dollars down on a bet and just be able to enjoy the NFL draft a little bit more, uh, which is I think is always kind of cool to do. Again, you can go sign up at FanDuel.com uh, slash Clay. So I mentioned that there was a little bit of news in college football that surprised me that they dropped it on a Friday. And I bet a lot of you didn't even hear anything about this. And you know that I am a big college football fan. And uh, and so the fact that they dropped this on a Friday, I thought was pretty significant. The college football playoff, I'm reading directly from the email release that they put out on Friday afternoon. Uh, They said that they have four members charged with considering options for the future format of the playoff. 
And they said that they have reviewed 63 different playoff possibilities. I don't even know what all of those could look like. And that those included, right now, obviously, we have four college football playoff teams. Six-team college football playoff, an 8, a 10, a 12, and a 16 option. And to me, this is significant because if they're coming out and telling us that they are considering expanding the college football playoff in the years ahead, it's almost like them waving their arms and being like, hey guys, we're making a change. We just want to let you know in advance that when we're talking about a 6, an 8, a 10, a 12, and a 16-team playoff, this is, I believe, pretty far down the road in terms of what might be likely to happen. And so... I asked the question, how many teams should be in the college football playoff? And I don't have enough options on Twitter to be able to put them all in there. But well over 40,000 of you almost instantaneously voted on this. And I always like to say when I give Twitter poll results, I'm not claiming that my audience perfectly reflects what sports fans believe. Certainly, every any one individual's audience is not a perfect approximation of the uh, of the overall uh, you know United States marketplace idea, but I do have a massive number of people who are following me that are college football fans, and so when the question is how many teams should be in the college football playoff and it's out there, uh, I think that my audience is pretty representative of what college football fans would believe, and so twenty percent of my audience said that the college football playoff should stay at four. That is four playoff teams, best scenario. 63% of my audience said that eight is the right number. 63% of over 40,000 voters, and you can go vote in this by yourself and knock us well over 50,000 at Clay Travis uh, is where you can go vote in this. 63% of you said eight was the right number. 6% of you said 12 was the right number. And then 11% of you said 16 was the right number. Now, the reason why I find this a little bit fascinating is basically this means that 80% of my fans, and I think of college football fans in general, are interested in expanding the college football playoff. And I agree with the majority of my audience here. I think eight's the right number. And I've been floating and arguing for eight for a while And the way that I'm not even committed necessarily to how we pick the eight. I think there are a bunch of different ways. Initially, my idea was we should take uh, the five conference champs and then we should take three wild cards with one of those wild cards potentially being a non-Power 5 conference team and that we should play the college football playoff first round with eight teams on the on the home field of the four highest seeded teams. So one would play eight, two would play seven, three would play six, and four would play five. I think that setup is the right one because so much of what makes college football great is having everybody able uh, to all be in the same sort of uh, uh, the home environment, right? I, I love going to neutral site games if it's like the cocktail party or uh, if it's you know one of these big sort of rivalry games to start the season. But I'm not a huge fan of taking the college football playoff off campus and putting them in NFL stadiums. 
So I think the thing that makes college football so much fun is the home field environment. And I think you should be rewarded much like you are in the NFL with getting to host a home playoff game if you're the higher seeded team. So I would put one, two, three, and four on college campuses. Let them host an extra home game. And then the other thing I would say is I'm kind of becoming inclined to just letting the college football playoff seed the top eight teams and not giving any automatic bids. And so instead of taking the top four teams in the college football playoff selection committee, you would just take the top eight. To me, that seems like the best possible solution here in terms of initially my idea was take the five uh, conference champs, but then I think you could end up with you know, some year you might have an eight and four, nine and four, whatever, a team that's barely in the top 25 winning one of these conferences. And do we really think that that team deserves the right to play for a championship with three or four losses when there might be other teams that are far more deserving of being in the top eight? So my inclination would be to take the top eight and hope that sometimes one of those eight teams can be a non-power five team or... Uh, the other option I think that could be out there is take the top seven and then the highest seeded, uh, highest playoff ranked non-Power 5 team as well. And then you would get an advantage in theory if you're the overall number one seed because you would get to play a smaller school if they were outside of the otherwise top seven, right? Now, if that playoff team was in the top seven, then I think you would just take the top eight overall. Is that confusing? So... I like the idea of expanding the college football playoff and giving an opportunity to a non-Power 5 conference team if they are able to get in the vicinity of the top eight. Uh, but I, I personally kind of like the idea of just taking the top eight. And I think there's a value in that as opposed to randomly picking five conference champs when each of those conference champs may not be one of the top eight teams in any given year in college football. What system would you use, Dub? You're a big college football fan. You went to Auburn. By the way, did you see, I don't know the exact date that Charles Barkley did it, but did you see the audio of Charles Barkley making fun of Georgia? Oh, yeah, I did. I saw your tweet about it. We need to play that, we by do, the way. Because, you know, one of his bits has always been kind of making fun of the women in San Antonio. That's right. So that's one of his more infamous ones. So it was nice to see uh, another group of uh, of people taking the the wrath of Charles Barkley there and for it to Georgia, be Georgia Auburn uh, for know. people who don't know is a monster <laughs> SEC football I think it's the oldest rivalry in the entirety of the SEC if I'm not mistaken it is it is that's the, the oldest rivalry in the south so it's a big yeah. one obviously uh, you know let's play that by of, the way let's yeah, pause here for a minute um it for people out there who didn't hear this I'm not even sure what day this was I just saw it circulating on Twitter uh but I believe Ernie Johnson went to Georgia Will you confirm that, Dub? Will you look up, uh, obviously, the NBA uh, TNT show inside the NBA? I'm pretty sure Ernie Johnson went to the University of Georgia. And so, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope was That's a correct. Fl- Ernie former did go Georgia to, player. He did go to UGA. So, they're going back and forth with a highlight. And that's why there was a reference to Georgia made initially by Ernie and why Charles kind of took a shot at him. So, listen to this. Uh, this was on Inside the NBA Uh, You truly never graduate if you go to an SEC school. Ernie Johnson, Georgia grad, Charles Barkley, Auburn grad. Here you go. 
the floor. Contavious Caldwell Pope, where do you go to school? Georgia. Yes, indeed. Had 29 on the night. Only school in the world. They named their mascot after the women down there. Oh, oh. Stop it now. It's just so totally oh. uncalled for. Wait, wait, wait. What are they calling the mascot? The Bulldogs. Oh, oh. oh, I didn't even know that, Ernie. Totally uncalled for. Yes. Bulldogs. <laughs> not even going to dignify yes. that. Come on, Ernie. Not oh, even going to dignify and you had to kind of love that, right, Dub? As as an Auburn guy, like Charles Barkley, first of all, I think is is probably. Yeah, I was thinking about Mount Rushmore. This is a fun show we could do, by the way, when there's absolutely nothing going on. The Mount Rushmore, sort of the the greatest announcers of all time and and best analysts of all time. I think Barkley has to be one of the two or three best former athlete or coach analysts that has ever existed in American sports. And to me. And I could probably, we could spend a long time on this, and it's a great topic. But John Madden is just an iconic voice of the NFL. I think that Kirk Herbstreet has become a super iconic voice in college football. Uh, and I would say Charles Barkley in the NBA. Like every sport has, I would say, one guy who's really strongly connected to it that's a former athlete. And I think there's a, a very, very strong argument that if you were doing a battle of who is the best former athlete to ever play in a sport and then become an announcer in a sport, that it would be Barkley versus John Madden for the title of best ever. Is that fair, Dub? I think it's totally fair because there's been many nights where Barkley has basically kept me up way past my bedtime because it's just hard to turn off the broadcast when when him and Shaq and – and Ernie, and they're going on and on and on about because it's so different. It's so unique. It's not some boring studio show. Like they bring something totally different every single night. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, but so we're breaking down the college football playoff. You just heard 63% of my audience is in favor of eight teams in the college football playoff, approaching 50,000 people having voted in this poll. So it's, I think, a pretty representative sample of the college football fan base. What and you just heard me kind of lay out the, the next question everybody asks is, I think eight's the right number. I agree with the strong majority here, 63% choosing that option. And then the question becomes, okay, how do you pick those eight? What would you do? What number do you think is the right number? I think eight's probably the best number. I think I could live with six as well with the top two getting a buy, but I'm in total agreement with you. Like the idea of automatic qualifiers or automatic yeah. bids, I hate that. Yeah. I I just I don't think that's a way to actually get the eight best teams into the playoff, which is the whole entire point of having a playoff is to have the eight best or six best or four best like it currently is now. Having the automatic qualifier aspect I think is a horrible idea because like you said, I mean there could easily be, you know, a 9 and 3, 8 and 4 team win their conference and they're like the number 21 team in the country. Yeah. That would look stupid and I don't think I anyone would agree that that team deserves to be in that playoff. I, so that's the one thing that I, you know, I'm not worried about it, but I would like them to see not going the, that direction, if that makes if sense. You, if your conference can't get a team in the top eight, you don't deserve an automatic bid anyway. Amen. I mean, that's not – top eight – Either top four is hard, right? And certainly top two, which is why we went to the playoff in the first place, getting into that BCS title game was difficult – but if you can't get a team in the top eight, then your conference doesn't deserve an automatic bid. I, I just don't think so. I think the challenge is, what do you do for non-Power 5 conference schools? Because do you give that Cinderella opportunity out there to any of them 
would they be able to get into the top eight? Do you give like the top seven plus the highest non-power five conference team? I think that's a really interesting question. When we come back, I love this Braves. Sorry, I wish it was the Braves. I love this. The Braves got were awful in their doubleheader, seven-inning doubleheader. They got swept in yesterday. I love this Padres-Dodgers series that is going on right now. It's captivating. And I also want to tie it in. I'm coaching Little League Baseball, and we had a home run derby with my 9- and 10-year-old kids that are on our team and I want to talk about that and tie it in with Fernando Tatis versus Trevor Bauer and why I think it's good for all of uh, all the Major League Baseball fans out there. And we're going to play a little bit of audio for you. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is. Year-round, listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestein test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I was just, uh, as we went to break there, we're talking about the college football playoff and talking about the NFL draft. And by the way, Albert Breer is scheduled to join us in the next hour, SI NFL writer. We're going to go all in heavy on the NFL draft. And then Todd Furman, uh, my co-host at Fox Bet Live, is going to join us in the third hour of the program. Uh, We'll be talking a lot about NFL draft gambling, where the NHL and the NBA playoffs stand, all that and more. But I want to talk about this Padres and Dodgers series, which is so fantastic. And I also want to tie it in with coaching Little League Baseball. Let me explain what I mean. So uh, over the weekend on Friday, we went with our 9 and 10-year-old team and we had a pizza party and they played a home run derby on the five, six-year-old fields in our local area. And the five, six-year-old fields are like 105 feet And the 9- and 10-year-old kids, if they catch one, can hit a lot of home runs there. So we had a home run derby. And the kids love the home run derby. And all of them are into bat flipping and exciting ways, effervescent ways to celebrate while playing baseball. And as I was watching them play, It got me thinking, obviously, about this Dodgers and this Padres series, but also about how baseball's unwritten rules, I think, take a lot of the joy away from the game. And when you watch kids play baseball, there is just so much excitement and so much fun and joy in the way that they play. And I feel like football and basketball and soccer do a much better job of sort of harnessing that effervescent excitability and spirit than baseball does. Because baseball's got all these rules. Oh, you hit a home run and you showed up the pitcher. Oh, you're the pitcher and you struck somebody out and then you showed up the the hitter. And you end up throwing at each other and you're always trying to figure out, no, you were up so many runs and then you stole second. Like, how dare you do that? You violated the unwritten rules of baseball and then you got plunked as a result, and the bench is cleared. And look, I understand it's hot, and it's the summer, and there's 162 games getting played, and I think guys get bored sometimes. 
And so they're like, oh boy, we got something to be excited about. Like, this is a reason to care deeply about what's going on in this game and their rivalries and everything else. But as I was watching those nine and 10 year old boys that are on our team playing the uh, home run derby and the way they would, they each got like 10 pitches. And if they hit a home run on their last, uh, last swing, they would do a bat flip or they would do a celebration. And some of them would want to run the, the bases. And it was just a lot of fun. And I loved that Trevor Bauer basically leaned into this and embraced the idea of even if sometimes you're getting shown up, that it's actually pretty funny and pretty entertaining and you don't necessarily have to be uh, so uh, so incredibly traditional and playing without a great deal of spirit. And so I believe we have the Trevor Bauer answer uh, talking about Tatis Jr. and everything else. And then they went on to social media and that grew. But let me play this for you and then we'll come back and unpack it a bit more. Tatis, he, he, he did the McGregor strut. He bat flipped. He closed one eye as he run the first. It, does that bother you or is that just part of the personality that the game kind of seems to be missing a little bit? No, I want to I say something about that because I think it's important. Um, you know, he did it in the first... I didn't see it because I was paying attention to doing my job. And then he did it again when he homered off me again later in the game. Their dugout was doing it. Um, and I, I like it. I, I think that pitchers who have that done to them and react by throwing at people or, you know, getting upset and hitting people or whatever, I think uh, I think it's pretty soft. Um, if you give up a homer, a guy should celebrate it. You know, he, it's hard to hit in the big leagues. Uh, so I'm all for it and I think it's it's important that you know the game moves in that direction and we stop throwing at people because they celebrated having some success on the field uh, another one of those moments today I got uh, Hosmer on a, a curveball in the dirt and hit him with a sword celebration and the next at bat he hit a curveball at my face and gave me the sword celebration at first and we kind of laughed about it and we've got a little history together we played against each other for many years and that's what, it, that's what it is to be a competitor, you know? Like, I'm going to go at you, and I'm going to get you sometimes, and then you're, you're going to get me sometimes. So we can have fun, and we can celebrate it while we're still competing at the highest level. And uh, I just thought that was an important note tonight. Okay, credit to Trevor Bauer there, because I think what Trevor Bauer said is something that is integral for baseball, which is baseball, in order to really get back to being a sport that is talked about has to embrace, I think, a little bit more showmanship than is traditional in baseball right now. And I don't mean like necessarily strutting around or artificiality, but I think baseball players kind of having fun with each other on social media like Tatis Jr. was doing with Trevor Bauer is fabulous for the game of Major League Baseball. And, you know, we've had this debate before, and Rob Manfred got ripped, I mean, before he made the stupid decision to move the All-Star game out of Atlanta. There's some talk about, does Mike Trout have an obligation to sell baseball to the nation? Because he's been the best player for a long time, but he plays out in Anaheim, and it doesn't really feel like he has much interest in sort of beating the drum of how great baseball can be. And I do think there are players out there that are interested in doing that. Tatis Jr. is young. Bauer's a little bit older. But it feels like to me there is a substantial demand for those kind of uh, of performances 
for lack of a better way of describing it, and that maybe that's where baseball has been missing out the most. Because whether you like it or not, there's a lot of drama on and off the field in the NFL. There's a lot of drama on and off the field in the NBA, and that drama is entertainment, and Major League Baseball has often felt like it's lacking in terms of its players having big personas in the same way. Does that make sense to you, Dub, Like that this is good for baseball? This Dodgers-Padres series seems to have transcended the Southern California local fan and gotten a lot of casual sports fans to buy into it. Oh, I think it's fantastic for baseball, and you mentioned it last week. When's the last time we talked about baseball in April? Never. Never. And I don't, I've never really cared about baseball in April, but I've been tuning in to check out this series just because of everything that's been going on. Fernando Tatis Jr., Trevor Bauer. I mean, it's great. It's a lot of fun. I, I think the unwritten rules are so stupid. If they were so yes. important, they'd be written down. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I give credit to Trevor Bauer and for T- Fernando Tatis Jr., but it was interesting to see that happen over the weekend while also the kids were doing their home run derby and just seeing the joy that they play with in uh, the, 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 the just total sheer uh, just fun that exists in Little League, and it doesn't seem like it exists in the same level in Major League Baseball, and I think this is great for the sport. We come back, NFL draft talk for almost the entirety of the second hour. Albert Breer is going to join us. What in the world is going to happen with the number three pick and more? This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 